The following podcast is sponsored by the new Hood College Gear Shop. The gear shop replaces the old Hood College bookstore. Most of us remember the bookstore as just a place where we bought or rented books. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Hood College Gear Shop is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The gear shop has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The gear shop has your back. Need a last-minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College gear shop has you covered. For all your gift, school, and snack, blazer-branded clothes needed. So the next time you're in WIT, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, James Fay. In the name of this podcast, Sidelined, and receive 10% off your purchase off of any Hood Brandon merch. Thank you for listening, and let's get into the show. Welcome to Sideline. I'm your host, James Fay, bringing you a podcast about injured athletes who want to share their story and the mental battle they experience trying to get back on the field. Each week, I will invite different athletes, parents, coaches, trainers, and therapists to the show for conversation about their perspective and what it takes to recover from a serious injury. I hope that as you listen to these stories, you can relate to them in some way so you don't feel alone battling back from injury yourself. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Sideline. I'm your host, James Fay, and joining me today from Hood Women's Soccer, freshman Katie Roberts. Katie, thank you for being on the show today. No problem. Thanks for having me. You nervous? A little. I don't know why. <laughs> First time on a podcast? No, it is. Really? Yeah, for me. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It should be exciting. It'll be fun. Yeah, it will be. Are you excited to share your story? I am excited. I, I feel like it's different. A little I know bit, so. uh, Connor's been... Uh, He's been telling me you've been wanting to get on this podcast for a while, huh? Yeah. You're mad I haven't asked you, have you? Oh. You can be honest. You can be I honest. was like, I was like, why hasn't he asked me yet? But trust me, don't worry. I was gonna ask you eventually. And now Connor wants to be on it, so. Con- yeah, no. He could share a lot of stories. <laughs> I guarantee. Enough. You give us a little background of uh, who you are, major, <laughs> what you do, soccer. We'll get into it. So I'm a freshman. Uh, I play soccer. My position is center mid. Right now I'm undecided, but I think I want to go into the like psychology field type. Um, I don't know what else to say. What uh, what made you choose to come to Hood to play soccer? What made you choose to play college soccer? So I always wanted to play soccer, um, college soccer. I was looking at a couple other schools. I Obviously, my older sister goes here. She plays soccer on the team, Caroline. And so, obviously, I went and I saw. And it was, like, okay. I was, like, whatever. But then when I would go to, like, college showcases for tournaments, like, the hood coach would reach out to me. Mm -hmm. So, I'd be, like, okay, like, thanks. All right, thanks for, like, being interested in me. But I was, like, all right, I'll keep that kind of at the back burner. Yeah. And then, like, I was talking to, like, or sinus. I was talking to school Greensboro and like North yeah, Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very beautiful school. Yeah, I was talking to like a bunch of different schools for soccer, and continuing to talk to the coach. And then when I tore my ACL, I still I was kind of late to mm-hmm. committing. So once I tore my ACL, like I was also in touch with all of them, and 
when I told them like, hey, like da da da, they were like, okay, like it was nice talking to you. I think we're gonna have to step back. Wow. So I was like, okay, but the only one that didn't do it was Hood. So I was like, okay, like, and I think the more I went to Hood, the more I could, I liked it. I think Mm -hmm. I could see myself there. Uh, I was comfortable. I knew because I've had ups and downs in my life. I knew I had the support system with my sister being there, Mm -hmm. and I knew that. Even though she'd be there, I'd have my own life as well. So. Of course. Yeah. So it's your ACL that that's the cause of your injury. Yeah. That kind of was part of your decision. I'm a little shocked that mm-hmm. you said that there were coaches that pulled away from you. Yeah. That's a. I have a complete opposite of that. Really. When I was going through my, uh, how many people know, but my transfer process, mm-hmm. when I had coaches calling me through the transfer portal, all of them were super supportive about really? me rehabbing my ACL. So it's really a shocker to me that they uh, pulled away from you because like, I thought coach, I thought it was changing a lot. I remember talking to the science coach before and she was like very strong, very powerful sentiment, definitely could use you. I have a, obviously like I didn't do the application yet to get into the school, but she was like, yes, you have to do that. You have to apply, da, da, da. And I was like, oh, I told my ACL. She was like, okay, well, you haven't applied yet and now you're going to be in a recovery. I don't know if this is the best fit for you. And I was like, okay, like, all right. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. can't believe like, that's like tough news is because when, when did you commit yours? Junior or senior year? My maybe? senior year. So yeah, that's a, t- that's tough hearing as a senior because you're, you're expected to go to college, yeah. right? Like you're looking forward to it and then they hit you with that. Like, oh, yeah. you're, you're not that fit. Like now you're scrambling last minute. Yeah. So that's definitely tough. Mm-hmm. So let's uh let's get a little bit into the injury so uh, you talked about it's your acl yeah how did it happen what walk me through that so i was a senior in high school i was playing basketball it was like the second or third game we were away we weren't at our my high school third quarter losing by like five maybe six close game i had fouls to give so i was like okay like Close game, I fouls to get, like, let's play defense. I didn't know Katie Roberts was a baller. I was a basketball player, okay. yes. So was Caroline as well, so old Roberts family was. But um, the girl had, this one girl had, like, a breakaway, and I was close to her. She was going up for a layup. I was like, all right, I'm just going to go down. I have fouls to give. I'll just foul her, get rid of the ball. So when I went up to foul her, both collided. We both flew off of each other. And when I landed, I landed on my left leg, and it stuck there, but my whole body turned the other way. So my knee just popped, and I screamed. Like, I screamed. I've never – it felt like a crack. It felt like my knee just, like, buckled in and out. Mm-hmm. And I've never gotten injured. Like, the only thing i ever done was, like, tweak my hamstring or something, but, like, never broken anything. I've never torn anything. I've never – and that was, like, my first ever injury. And I screamed. And, like, my coaches, like, after the whole injury, they they came up to me and talked to me, and they were like – like, yeah, like, we knew you were, it was serious because, like, you don't ever go down and you don't ever, like, stop playing. And we knew when you screamed it was something serious. I didn't think I tore my ACL because that night, like, we went to the ER and I could put a little pressure on it. Yeah. And, like, I could bend it. I was like, okay. And the guy was like, maybe, like, the, I don't know, like, the doctor in that night or whatever. I don't yeah. know what his name is. Yeah, like, the pediatric. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. He was like, Dev, it could be your ACL. But he was like, but I don't know. Like, I'm not certified fully in this area field. I was like, okay. 
well, he probably knows nothing. So He's probably like a general. Yeah. 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 I understand. So I was like, he knows nothing. So we're going to an orthopedic, did an X or an MRI. Um, definitely thought partially torn hundred percent. Cause one of my friends actually partially torn her, uh, MCL and she said similar. So I was like, definitely partially torn. And they're like, you won't be here back for, uh, from the MRI for a couple of days. Like whatever. Next day, get a call, and he's and my doctor's like, yeah, you tore your ACL, you completely tore or completely tore your ACL, tore your meniscus, and tore your MCL. Well, so you did like I destroyed mostly the whole full. They called it wow. the the terrible triad. That's what they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Completely destroyed it, and I was like, I was like, you're kidding. Like I didn't really hit me yet. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like sitting there in shock. I think when it hit me, it was, I remember I had to go, like, we had a basketball game that night, and I went, and I supported my team, and I didn't tell any of my friends that tore my ACL, mm-hmm. because it was before the game, I was like, I'm not gonna, like, just be like, hey, I'm out, like, da, 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 like, right before they have about to play a big game, and I remember I was, like, with my three, like, core friends on that team, and I was like, hey, like, I'm done, like, my knee is messed up, I destroyed it, like, I'm done, and we just cried, we just sobbed, we cried, and... I think that's really when it like hit me. I guess that's like a tough way to go out too. Just like yeah. your it's your senior season. You said yeah. so. That's definitely not easy. No. And I mean basketball. I'm still in shock that you oh. played basketball. I played basketball and I played lacrosse too. So you didn't even make it to lacrosse season for the I spring. played. So my freshman year in lacrosse season, I didn't play lacrosse my freshman year because of other reasons. Sophomore year, COVID. Junior year, I played lacrosse. Very, very enjoyed it. I was all conference, most goals on the team. Like I was killing it. Senior year, tore my ACL, couldn't play. So I played one year of high school lacrosse. Dude, look at you, <laughs> three sport athlete in high school. Not towards the senior year though, one sport. But. Listen, at least it wasn't during soccer season. Yeah. I mean, it does suck that it was during basketball. Like, yeah, I wasn't expecting that because I also did not know that. I thought okay. it was a soccer-related really? injury. Like, every time I've talked to you about your injury, because me and you have been able to relate to them, mm-hmm. with, I always thought yours was a soccer injury. I never knew it was a basketball injury. Yeah, and I was so pissed because it was stupid basketball. I wasn't, like, I don't know. I was like, oh, lacrosse is fun. I actually enjoy it. I'm pretty good at it. Maybe I could do something with it, like maybe play lacrosse uh, in college as maybe a back. But, like, basketball, I knew, like, once I graduated from high school, basketball was, like, done. I was like, are you serious? I really tore it in basketball. Yeah, it had to happen that yeah. way. That's super unfortunate. Yeah. So were you able to get surgery right away? or? So actually, the doctor was like, when he looked at it, he was like, so it looks like you partially tore your MCL. So we want to wait for that to heal, and you're going to go to PT. You're going to strengthen it, and then you're going to do surgery. It's like, okay. And I'm like, how long does that take for the MCL to like heal? Six to eight weeks. So... I tore my ACL and everything December 2021. I didn't get surgery until February of 2022. Okay. Yeah. So what, what was that date of, do you remember the date of surgery? February 15th. February 15th. Yeah. And then uh, roughly 13 days later, I tore mine. You tore yours? 13 days later after you got surgery. I tore uh, so that's crazy. But uh, okay, so how'd the surgery go for you? What'd you think? Like, Oh, Mm-mm, would not recommend I so they gave me like so what they used to graph or whatever fix yeah, my graph, ACL, so. they used my hamstring oh so you get your hamstring yeah. graph okay they used my hamstring so they were gonna they did a nerve block on the front of my leg yep 
but they didn't do a nerve block on the back of my leg, which is where they took the hamstring. Ow. So when I woke up, I was in pain. Like I was screaming in pain because they just pulled out like half my hamstring yeah. to like tie it up or like loop it to put in my It's pretty ACL. crazy. Have you ever seen a video of it? No, I don't want to. You should look it up on YouTube. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, it's actually really cool how they do it. Oh God. Um, <laughs> but I was in pain. Like I was like screaming, crying, like get me out of here. Like get me medication, something. But they realized, so they, my doctor said that my ACL was just dangling there. Like it was just like, just sitting there, like yeah, it just, completely yeah. mm-hmm. not even intact. Yeah. And that my meniscus, like, okay, I think I'm saying this right, but you have meniscus like all around, like not yeah, all around. Yeah, so it, it's like, like uh, it, it's like flat. So like yeah. your, your kneecap like kind of sits on it like uh-huh. that. So it rubs it like, it's like that. Think of it like a blanket between two bones basically uh-huh. in a way, so it doesn't rub like that. Yeah. And my meniscus, I tore part of, I tore um, one side of it and the complete other side of it. So I t- tore like parts of my meniscus yeah. on either, both sides of my knee. So they had to take like a big chunk of it out. And then with my MCL, they were like, we thought it was like um, healed, but there was like a tiny a big tear. Abrasion, yeah, yeah, so they had to like sew that up too. Okay. I will, one thing, like, when you said, do you recommend surgery, how to go, whatever, obviously, I don't recommend, like, yes, you should get surgery if you can do it, but, like, well, I wouldn't. All right, so your your take on it is you wouldn't get, you wouldn't recommend surgery to anybody if they did their ACL. Yeah. The only reason, so I'm a little different about this, I would recommend it, only coming back is just due to the problems that if you don't mm-hmm. um, get the surgery, you can strengthen everything around it, all the muscles around it, working out and stuff. It's just that, like, you're more likely to just, you know, your knee to dislocate again just, or something. Yeah. yeah, so, like, that, yeah, think about that. That, like, uh, your ACL is really, like, the, it's like a string. That's mm-hmm. what holds your two, you know, your leg together in a yeah. way. It's, that's how I look at it. The only thing is, like, with the whole, like, process is, like, it depends. Because, like, I look back at it, and I'm like, I had to wait, like, two months to get surgery. And yeah. I'm like... I wish I could have just gotten surgery, but in the meantime, I was strengthening my knee. So when I got out of surgery, I could like two days after I could bend my knee to 90 degrees from surgery really? because of all the work I did prior to the surgery. So it's you just were allowed like, to after they let you like even with the meniscus repair, they, the PT, yeah, yeah, yeah. he like slowly helped me. They wanted me to get the movement, but I couldn't walk on it. Yeah. You were in a weight bearing. No weight bearing. I was on crutches for like four to six weeks then one crutch then like 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 limping like i was on crutches for a while i couldn't walk for a long time crazy yeah see me and you have like different experiences with it because i wasn't allowed to straighten my leg for a week did you you did your acl and meniscus acl and then a slight abrasion of my meniscus all right this is crazy we're dropping all the hints before i I even share my story i'm sorry i'm sorry no it's okay I don't mind sharing it with everybody, but they'll they'll get the full story Sorry. eventually down the road. Yeah, I I just I'm easy to relate with. Yeah, you with, and it's crazy how we have different experiences with the the injury. Yeah. So, but so now coming out of surgery, mm-hmm. you're, you're bending ninety degrees, PT. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what your PT was like going up to leading up to 
August of you getting to school here. But when I met you in August and stuff, mm-hmm. seeing you in the gym all the time, dude, it looked like you would never even know you did <laughs> or any of that stuff. So walk me through that. Like, obviously you crushed it over the summer. So and stuff. I was in a strength and uh, like conditioning class at school. Like it was like my gym class at high school. So right after I tore my ACL, I was like, I'm going to come back. I still am going to, like, I still, like, have the mindset I'm going to come back. But I was, like, in my head, I thought it was going to be a lot quicker process than it actually is. So I was, like, all right, I got to get back in the gym. So, like, two weeks after I had my surgery, I was already, like, I was sitting on a bench just doing, like, upper body stuff. I was doing that. And I continued to do that. And then my dad actually is, like, really into CrossFit and stuff. Okay. So he was, like, hey, like, you could, you should come to the gym, like, we could modify some things like it's very good for your cardio and like strength and everything so I did that and the like instructor there was like very like modified all the workouts so I could do most of it just slightly different and I like I loved it because I was tired of doing the traditional like strength traditional lifts it was something different so all summer I went did crossfit i did like both i did regular like strength training and then i did crossfit but i think one thing is like that i did was like mpt that made me stronger is like if he was like you're gonna do like leg raises three sets of 10 i would yeah, do yeah. three sets of 20 i would always oh, so do you're going extra i would do 10 more of everything because i was like in my head again like in august or in july i was like i'm gonna be back for fall season like that's how like kind of delusional i was about it you're motivated though. I, yeah very motivated like there's not many people like you that have that drive to big very motivated i'll be honest i was re- the reason where i'm at where i'm at right mm-hmm. now it's probably because i probably didn't do all my workouts like i should have yeah. I probably skipped them here and there yeah. i probably didn't do all the sets you you're going above and beyond you're motivated to do this well also because like my the gym teacher that I did the strength class with, she tore her ACL. I mean, times were different back then, but she said that she was back in six months, like less than six months. And mm-hmm. she told me like what she did to get stronger. So I was like, okay. So I started to take yeah. her advice a little bit and do more reps of things. And so, and again, like, I don't, this is bad to say, cause I don't want to advise someone to not listen to their doctor, but like, I wasn't supposed to run until like July, but if I my knee, I would go for like a little jog to see how it feel. I think everyone has done that. It's okay, so. we've all uh, yeah, we've, we've all been doing things we, we shouldn't have been do. doing. But I think I'm guilty of it. Yeah, but I think that's kind of like what made my stronger, and it kind of made it motivated me more. Mm. But well, that's good. I, mm-hmm. That I kind of wish I had your motivation. Mm-hmm to do the extra reps, to actually do the reps probably. And mm-hmm. they probably wouldn't be in the predicament I'm in right now. Because um, obviously, you are cleared, right? I'm not. You haven't got cleared yet? No. Dude, we're over a year and you haven't got cleared yet? Nope. Oh, so maybe we are on the same boat We here. are on the same page. <laughs> it's beca- Well, first of all, my, my surgeon great, did a great job on surgery. He's very conservative. Really? And very conservative and... Wants me to do every tedious little activity that you can think of to strengthen it, which I get. And he's like, it's going to be a process. But like, okay, say it's a year, year and a half of your life. But like, I'm looking in the long run, which I get. But it's just like frustrating. But I think one thing why I might be a little bit slower is like, like in the fall coming in, like preseason started. And obviously I 
was just on the sideline I was I was okay like I was okay I was like I'm okay I can motivate I'm gonna continue to work out I'm gonna continue strengthen I'm okay if I'm not gonna play it's gonna be okay I'm gonna get through it fall hit fall season hit and I think that was probably mentally like coming to school transitioning and then sitting on the sideline every single game probably and this is my third season doing it because I didn't get to finish my club soccer season. I didn't get to finish basketball. I didn't get to do lacrosse. Yeah. And now coming into college where I have to prove myself, like I was comfortable with like my other teams. Yeah. I have to prove myself and who I am. And everyone's proving themselves. And I'm sitting on the sideline just, I feel like, like wasting my space, if that makes sense, kind of. I get it. And, I feel your pain. And like, I think the fall is where I like, I would have like, breakdown after breakdown after breakdown and I was like should I even be on this team anymore type thing like mentally I don't think I can do it and it was like is it better just to step away is it better to like keep pushing so I think the falls kind of hit me hard so one let me tell you I think you made the right choice of not stepping away yeah um through just some of my experiences of I've stepped away Mm -hmm. and um, I've thought about it multiple times of that I need to uh, step away myself, but I just keep fighting with myself that it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that you, I think it's harder on you because I'm going through it for my second season where you, this is your first college experience, mm-hmm. and that's a lot harder on you mentally. So I can feel where you're coming from with that. And... But I think overall you're making the right choice of Staying. sticking it out. And yeah. so, like, I'm very impressed that that's what, you know. One thing I always keep thinking in my head, and, like, I like right after I tore my ACL, two of my good friends that are still in high school tore their ACLs, and they asked for any advice because I was, like, seven months out post where they yeah. were. And I was like, it's going to suck. Like, it, there's no other way around it. It is going to suck. But one thing is, like, you have to keep going because you know how good the comeback is going to be. You yeah. know how good it's going to, pro- like, feel to prove everybody wrong. Like, I, that's what I try to keep thinking I think, myself. And I think, like, you can agree with me on the same way because, like, when you come back, right, like, I keep th- playing this in my head. Like, I think, and I'm not, like, one to really cry Yeah. when I, like, get emotional when it comes to sports like that. But I think if I score, like, oh, when I get back on the field 100%. and I score my first goal, I will cry. I think I'm going to cry, right? Me too. Like, you're 100%. Definitely, you're I haven't gonna... played, I haven't touched a soccer, I haven't played a soccer game in over a year. Yeah. That's crazy to me. No, it's, it's, it is mind-blowing, like, to think you're taking a whole year off. But you talk about the comeback, like, one, you just gave your body a whole year's rest, mm-hmm. right? So now, and you've been in the gym, crushing it in the mm-hmm. gym, and you're going to come back so much, 10 times stronger. Which is to be the best part? Because yeah. they would say, like, you know how kids like take play sports sometimes full year round. Yeah, and it's not healthy for you. Yeah, because, that's like, what I did. Yeah, but yeah. like I was the same way. Like from hockey and lacrosse, I was playing all four seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think this year off to give my body a rest, or two years off to give my body a rest and grow. When I come back, I'm gonna be stronger, faster, better. I already feel it when I'm you know out yeah. there working it, and I'm sure yeah you feel the same way. So like. You talk about the comeback, it's going to be the best yeah. feeling in the world. And that's, like, great advice to give yeah. your two friends that. And it's just, like, I've had so many people come up to me and be like, well, you know you're not going to be the same player you were. You're not going to be – you're not going to be as strong. You're not going to be as quick. You're not going to be that person. And I'm like, 
thank you why kicking me down like kicking me watch while i'm me. down but watch, watch me, me. Yeah. go watch me watch me i'll text you the day of my first game back watch me hell yeah like that's i don't know i can relate to that my doctor told me he's like yeah you're never gonna be the same you're not gonna be fast you're gonna be a little slower you're not gonna be as agile shit i think i'm faster <laughs> i think i'm faster more agile yeah. than i've ever been so um i definitely can relate to that and I'm definitely excited when you get back for for your first game because you know you got a huge support staff too. Yeah, like all those girls on the team. Yeah, they're great. Mm-hmm. You got your sister. She's well, probably one of your biggest. She'll supporters. probably she'll probably if I score goals, she'll cry before I will. She might. She hundred percent will. Oh yeah, no, she's one of your biggest supporters. Like definitely, and you got so many so many girls on that team that yeah. just support you and love having you around. And then yeah. everyone else around campus. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone's excited to watch you come back yeah. and play. So I'm, yeah. I, listen, I'm excited to watch I'm you come back. I'm excited to watch you come back. So it, it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Could could be this year, possibly. Oh, that's could, exciting. You don't know. Maybe after Monday, we'll see what happens. <gasps> okay, my fingers crossed. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. But yeah. So real quick, I want to get back. I want to backtrack just mm-hmm. real quick because we got a little off topic here. Uh-huh. This spring, like your surgery and stuff, your doctor is being very conservative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so about you getting cleared. Yeah. What does physical therapy say? Okay, so I think I've had a very different recovery process than a lot of people normally do with ACLs. So I did PT before surgery, after surgery. And then once I started school... They they never said that I needed physical therapy. So, like, technically, I don't need to get cleared by a PT. Well, like, a PT, but kind of, I guess. Like, So, I was running, and then my doctor was like, you need to pass the biodex test, which is, like, a strength test to, yeah. to measure your quad strength yeah, and your yeah, hamstring. Yeah. So, I finally passed that. And then I have to do a, cut, a running slash cutting progression, which is, which is what I'm doing right now. I have to do different types of cutting, jumping, lateral movements, yep. vertical, everything. And then once I'm done those like five weeks of that, I have to pass a hop test and then I'm cleared. When, what have you, so you're in the the cutting yeah. progression right now. Yeah. How many weeks you got left of the cutting progression? Like four, five, uh, three. You just started it? I just started. I could have swore like I saw you two weeks ago and you told me you, you had started it already. No, I was supposed to, but then I hurt my foot. <laughs> Like we don't have to talk about that. We won't though. get into that. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. But okay. Yeah, I was kind of mad about at myself about that. But all right. Well, so we got four weeks left of the cutting progression. Yeah. How's that going so far? It's good. Um, I did it today. It felt good. The only thing is, like, I'm wearing like running shoes while I'm doing it on the turf. I just need cleats because it's hard to like plan stuff. Do you not have your cleats? I don't. Cause I, my dad told me not to bring them cause he thought that I would be too tempted to like go play soccer when I'm not supposed to, which kind of already did when. Oh, listen, I've been sneaking into drills at the <laughs> practice. I got snuck into two today and, uh, got, got yelled at. Really? So, yeah. Two contact drills. That's but funny. Maybe you should make Connor go out and buy you a pair no, of No, I should. Yeah. Be like, hey, Connor, I need a pair of cleats. I should. Please. Yeah. I deserve it. So. Yeah. And he owes you. Yeah, he does. So, all right. Well, so we're in the progression. Then you got the hop testing. Then we're good to go for the fall, right? Yep. You ready for the fall? Yeah, I already have a full-blown plan for the summer and what I'm going to do. It's like, 
again, CrossFit, running. Uh, my dad and I are going to do, like, I already, I, I've talked to my dad. I want to do, like, a 5K. I want to get a run yeah. in. Um, and then in our county, we're going to get, like, high school girls that are, like, seniors, high school, or girls that are committed to play college soccer, or, like, freshmen in college, like, all just play pickup, like, twice a week. Because okay. I need to play. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I want someone to just push me push down me, yeah. so I can get up and be like, oh, I'm fine, my knee's fine, like, let's let's play. Are you nervous at all, like, to come back and play? Like, are you afraid? Is there any fear, like, if you thinking about you're going to do it again? Or are you comfortable with your knee, where it's at, or mm. what? I'm not afraid that I'm going to do it again. I'm not fully trusting in my knee. Like, mm-hmm. I obviously I wear a knee brace, so I am comfortable when I wear the knee brace. But if I take the knee brace off, I'm not fully comfortable. And I want to get to the point where I don't need the knee brace anymore. Okay. But... I would say I'm like seventy percent comfortable with my knee. Seventy five percent comfortable with my knee. And real quick on the knee brace thing. Yeah. Uh, does your doctor make you have to wear it? Yes. For Only for like uh, cutting, and like running. He's like, you should get used to it while you run. But so I he, hate he it. wants you to wear it when you play. He's so conservative. Yes, he wants me to wear it. Uh, my doctor told me I don't need it anymore. Which I am jealous, <laughs> extremely jealous of, because uh, I feel like I can't do it. I feel so restricted in it. It's without it's the i'm gonna i think what i'm gonna do is like this summer i'm gonna work and i'm gonna use the knee brace and then see how it feels and then go from there listen i'm not your doctor so i'm not gonna yeah don't listen to me but you know i'm just gonna tell you i was i was already planning on doing that it's great without it i mean listen we've already talked about this we do we listen to our doctors no No. do we listen to our pts no No. we should though we probably Uh, should but then i'm like we should but i'm like but they don't know my body like I know my body. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. But for our, our other athletes out here listening, but probably listen to your doctors. <laughs> listen to your doctors. It's going to it's a process, but listen to them. Yeah. They actually went to school for this. Exactly. So, Katie, I'm excited to watch you play in the fall. You got Thank it all you. planned out. Mm-hmm. I feel like your recovery process has been going great. Yeah. You know, we always see you in the gym crushing it squatting mm-hmm. you know looking the best throwing weight around like it's nothing i'm trying so and then you're always out there on the field you know throwing yeah. around kicking the soccer ball a little bit mm-hmm. so i think a lot of people are super excited to watch you play in the fall i'm excited to play so comeback's about to be the best yeah at hood college yeah so Katie, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Do you have any last thing you want to say? Any advice you want to give anybody out there listening? Um, I kind of already said it, but I was just said like, prove them wrong. Like the recovery is gonna suck, but the outcome is ten times better than. So. Awesome! Yeah. I love it, Katie. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. This is sideline eight with Katie Roberts. I'm your host, James Fay, and uh, you guys enjoyed the episode. See ya. I hope you enjoyed the show. I'm your host, James Fay, and this is Sideline. I'd just like to leave you with one thing. When life's dragging you down, be a grasshopper and hop forward. If you have any questions or advice you'd like to be answered on the show, email us at sidelineathletespodcast at gmail.com or follow and DM us on Instagram at sideline underscore podcast. See you next week.